Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. Well, in this case, I actually want to jump straight to where we left off, which All is right. that you were saying uh, you the first time you got filmed was for the Halal guys. You work with the Halal guys in, in Davis, Young Davy, and uh, but you moved from New York. Yeah. All right. So that's a story. That's a story. That's a story. And I want to strap in for this story. Okay. This, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very interesting story. Story of the American dream, I guess. Um, I'm living it. Mm-hmm. Um so long story, but not very short. Yeah. Um, came um, to the U.S. the first time when I was 14 for yeah. one month. My, where are you coming from? From Egypt. I'm Egyptian. Wow. Um, uh, came here when I was 14. My uncle was here. He was a real estate agent. Mm. Um, he had money, yeah. right? Like he had some money. Um, he, he did me an invitation. I came here. He used to have a nice house in Florida. Mm. He had some sports car, Mercedes, um, jacuzzi, big pool, wow. shit like that, right? Yeah. I'm from Egypt, right? It's a third world country. Mm. We poor and broke. Yeah. All the year long, you know? And uh, All year long. <laughs> That's um, an interesting expression. Yeah, you know, it's like... Poor uh, broke all the year long. Here, here people get rich uh, when they do their taxes, when they yeah. get their tax return, you know? Like they get a couple thousands. Over there, no, it's like we, we struggle with money. Um, my family struggled with money all their life, you know. Um, my uncle was kind of rich because he came here like 30 years ago. Yeah. And uh, Egypt is a third world country. Here's the economy is way, be- way better. So you make it, you know. If you yeah. work hard enough, you make it. He's a very hard worker. Anyways, um, I come to the U.S. He took me to Disneyland. He buy me clothes. It's like a whole new world, right? Right. And it's like, wow, cars, pool, meat every day. What the fuck? Meat oh, every day. Yeah, because their meat is very expensive. It is very expensive. So um, we used to eat like rice and beans and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, rice, beans, eggs, um, those cheap stuff. Yeah. But meat is is, is expensive thing. So we don't eat it every day, like once a month, maybe. Um, so anyways... I come here for a month. Um, he was trying to do good for our family. You know, I was the young one. So it's like, I was kind of lucky, right? Yeah. I go back. The recession happens. He loses all of his money. He get a divorce. Everything is bad for him. And you just file for bankruptcy, right? Wow. So just things turn around. You yeah. Know? Um, anyways, I go there from 14 to 18. I'm still, I still want to live that kind of life. You mean yeah. go back to Egypt from 14 to 18? Yeah, I went back to Egypt. So yeah. I just stayed for one month in the mm. U.S. And I went back, right? I just came here as a tourist, right? Just yeah. But anyways, um, I go back and I keep watching movies. You know, I was like, I'm, and, and it's always in my head. I want to live this kind of life. I want to yeah. have those cars, big houses, American dream. Yeah. Right? The American dream. And anyways, um, when I was 18, I went to law school. Right after is that young? Is that pretty young? Is that the normal age? This for is Egypt? normal, yeah. This yeah. is normal, yeah. You you graduate high school when you were like when you were like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And then you go to college. And for college you can go straight to law school. Yeah. There's no community you, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. There, and there, and there. also I think you have to have an undergrad degree before they accept you here. No. Over there is like from high school to, to college right away. Yeah. Um anyway, I didn't like it. It wasn't my thing. It was so crowded. I just I went there for like a whole month. I'm just, I was like, this is not my thing. It's mm. just not my thing. I'm, 
I, I just buy the books and just like I never open it, you know, it's like. And by the way, so in, in Egypt, um, I'm guessing similar to America, um, lawyers and doctors are things that parents encourage their kids to pursue. Um, yes. Um, in like Egypt, the top thing is medical field. Medical, right? yeah. Um, doctor, pharmacist, and then engineering and then accounting and then um, teaching, like being a teacher. And then law. Oh, wow. Yeah. So law actually isn't pres as prestigious there as it is here. Uh, yes and no. Um, yes, if you're very successful. And no, because a lot of people can get into it. Right. Ah. So the way it works in Egypt, it, you go to colleges based on your GPA. Right. Um, I didn't do good in school. Right. Mm. Um, so, again, top field is medical field. So if you get... Um, Let's say by percentage, right? If you get 99.9% and above, yeah. like 100%, um, you go to the medical field, right? Yeah. From like um, 80 to 90, this engineering from like 70 to 80, wow. this accounting. And so it's really not about choosing your field. No. It's just if you it's qualify, whatever you, yeah, yeah, whatever you qualify for, yeah, that's the field your, you Your get. high school GPA kind of thing. So I never did go to school. You know what's the funny part? I cheated. And my grades were bad. <laughs> I cheated. Yeah. I used to talk a lot since I was young, right? And um, <laughs> I, my best friend was right next to me, right? Yeah. So what I used to do is I used to call the instructor and just distract him. Just talk about any shit. <laughs> just talk about stuff. So he can pull up his phone and get the answers, right? Yeah. This dumbass, you know? Yeah, he got and, the wrong answers. Huh? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But anyways, I go to law school. It's not my thing. I was like, you know what? I just want to go there. Yeah. So I give it a chance. I was like, I'm just going to go there. I called my uncle. I was like, hey, what about if you book me a ticket and I go there and just start my journey? He was like, hey, dude, it's not the same. I don't have money. I cannot take care of you. Um, because this, the, by the time you called him, it was, was 2013. The financial yeah. First time it was 2009. I was yeah. 14. And then 2013, right? Yeah. Um, and I haven't uh, seen him since, right? Just phone calls every once in a while. Yeah. But, but yeah. So I was like, hey, can you like, can you book me a ticket and like take care of me like the first month or something? It's like, it's not the same. It's very hard. It's not as you think. It's not like the movies. It is something else. I was like, just, it's like, I don't want to live here anymore, honestly. I just, I don't see a future for myself. Just let me risk it. Like, let me gamble on it. You know, what's the worst yeah. thing going to happen? Okay, it didn't work out. I'm going to go back, you know? Yeah. And so, you weren't in the medical field to begin with. So. Yeah. And I was, yeah, it's, I didn't want to be a law, become a lawyer. Um, mm. It just wasn't my thing. Um, I hate school, honestly. I won't lie. I don't, yeah. school is not my thing. Anyways, I come here. He booked me a ticket. I come here. Uh, he paid the first uh, month. Um, uh, he rented a basement for me. It was me and someone else. Mm -hmm. And um, he paid the first month. He paid the direct, the, the, the deposit, right? And uh, my brother gave me $100 or $200. That's a lot for us. Because yeah. one Egyptian, uh, $1 equals 20 Egyptian pounds. Wow. Right? So $200, that's a lot. Right? Anyways... And um, my uncle gave me some food in the fridge, and he's like, You're on your own, kind of thing. He's like, go find a job, which I'm so thankful that he did that. I was like, Okay. Um, I didn't, well, I had a phone, but I didn't have a SIM card. And New York is like, there's uh, 
the subways like everywhere, right? Take you from yeah. A to Z, like anywhere you want to go. But I had no idea how it works. And I just I was like, let me just go look for a job, right? Yeah. Mind you, I didn't speak English. Mm. My I knew the basic English of hi, how are you? Yes, no, thank you. Smile and nod your head. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that I knew, you know? And uh, anyways, the only thing I know about New York is times a square, right? Yeah. So I walk and I ask people, train, train. And they point, right? Um, I go to the train. The line says Times Square. It was a seven train. Um, I get, um, I figure it out. It wasn't that dumb, you know. I figure out how to get a, like a subway card um, from the $100 that my brother gave me. Get some change. Get a subway card. Go Times Square. The station says Times Square. Get off the train and just walk outside. And I was like, oh, my God. The big screens, you know, like I'm, I'm, we poor, you know, like I never seen such a thing, you know. Yeah, and I haven't seen it by the way. I've never been. Yeah, to New it York, is, it is amazing. It was so fascinating for for me, you know. I was like, wow, you know. I just I stand there for like literally like five ten minutes, just staring at it, you know, <laughs> staring at big screens. Yeah, and having all those dreams, you know. I was like, oh, I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna be this and that, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I take my walk, get tired, and. Um, I was like, okay, it's time to go home. I have no fucking idea how I'm going to go back. I don't have my uncle's number. right? Well, I had his number, but my phone doesn't have a SIM card. Mm. And I didn't know like, I, I, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, you know what? Let me figure it out. I had the address on a paper, right, in my wallet. And I just was keep asking people, right? Man, don't ask people for directions. <laughs> I went everywhere. You know? I, I literally, so from Times Square to where I live in New York, it's like, one hour by the train, right? Maximum. Yeah. One hour. It literally took me like eight hours to go back home. Just keeping, keep taking trains back and forth, back and forth, wow. back and forth. Keep asking people for like eight hours, you know? But anyway, I get there. Um, that's, that's like the beginning. And then my uncle was like, hey, dude, it's been two weeks already. I haven't got a job. Go find a job. Yeah. I was like, okay, I don't, my English is like basic. What you want me to do? It's like, um, let me drop you off in a, in a street, like a neighborhood, like a Arab neighborhood, right? They have like Arab restaurants. They speak Arabic, like half Arabic, half English. You can learn a little bit there. Yeah. They won't pay you very good. They don't have any experience, um, but just suck it up. Just go there. Yeah. So he used to drop me off there, and then I figured out how to get there by the train. And um, I was like two or three blocks of Arab, Arabic restaurants, right? Yeah. So I used to go to the same restaurants over and over every single day asking them for a job, you know, um, uh, till I found one. You know, I found one. It was $5 an hour. Hmm. Back in the day, minimum wage was $8 an hour. Yeah. Um, I used to work from 12 p.m. to 2 a.m. So like 14 hours a day, six days a week, and around $350. Yeah. That's how much money I used to make. What up? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, oh my lord. Got your nap? Yes. Can you put some water here? I, I got water right here. Thank you. I'm going to Can I get you some? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. So, anyways, um, I got this job at a restaurant, right? Yeah. It was a shitty restaurant, small restaurant. Um, I was like the waiters, the waiter, clean the bathroom, go prep some salads. It was like a one-man band kind of thing, you know. I was like, answer the phone, cash people out, um, 
do the deliveries. I was like doing everything, you know, it was a small restaurant, but I learned, you know. Um, the funny story is I never had a, such a job before. I actually never been to a restaurant, only like once or twice in my life. Because over there, it's way cheaper to cook at home. Only people who have money go to fancy restaurants or go to like fast food restaurants, you know. Right. Yeah. So I had, that was like a whole new world. Like I Just don't know. the restaurant. Was yeah, like I don't know what's going on. I never had like such a job before. Yeah. So anyways. You need some water, chef? Oh, no, I'm good. Thanks, man. Can I dig into some of that pizza? Hundred, yeah, man, to have the rest of it. But at your own risk. <laughs> this is like the most basic pizza you can buy. Doesn't look I don't know what it is, man. They actually have that categorized under their specialty pizzas. This is their specialty So it is pizza. something. It's something. I mean, I think they dribble, drizzle some olive oil over it. Wow. <laughs> some olive oil, man. Fancy stuff. Italian. Some hot Real sauce, Italian. Some Tabasco. <laughs> yeah, shouts out to uh, Scenarios. There we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's so, 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 that's a scenario. <laughs> it's a good pizza. Yeah. Mm. It's a good pizza. Mm. Just ate, man. I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's actually not bad. And it's a big pizza, too. That's why I got it. It's good. I said I'd rather get sized than uh, have the best of the best because at this point, we're in a quarantine right now. Wow. Mm. That pizza hit home. I'm going to microwave the next one, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy, man. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> No problem. Anyhow, you were in Egypt. Anyhow. You came to the United States. Yes. You didn't speak English. Finally, you found a job for five dollars an hour in New York City. In New York, yeah. And it was at a restaurant, and you were so Egyptian at the time. Yes. You weren't even used to restaurants at all. He said, "Man, I've never, do people I've never even been to a restaurant as Damn. a Do people even go out? Rich people go to restaurants. In Damn. Egypt, yeah, in Egypt. So in New York, they pay you five dollars. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, they worked was. him because he didn't speak English, and they knew they they knew they he were was Arabs too. <laughs> I know. Back yeah. in the days. Well, man. that's honestly, New York is like the hub of a lot of those dark capitalist ideas oh. where you got to fuck somebody that's over crazy, to win yeah, because yeah. it's too competitive out there. It is. People, people, people are living on you. top of people each other. Cruel. Oh. Ruthless. Yeah. It's the most ruthless place in the country, arguably. For a lot the of same that race, shit. too. Yeah. York, same race. But anyhow, man. Uh, anyhow. How, how everything changed, right? So anyway, I got the job as a waiter. I was like, waiter. Great. But you did more than waiting. Yes. But what I did the same night, they were like, hey, you got the job. I was so fucking happy, right? Uh, I was like, finally, I got a job, you know? I went home and I opened my uh, my, my, uh, my my shitty laptop, right? Yeah. And I Googled how to become a waiter. I literally did that. Yeah. How to become a waiter. And it was a lot of information, right? It just took whatever made sense for me. And whatever I understood, it was in English too. I, that's I tried, what I was going to say. Could, my English. Could you read English? Yeah, I can read English. Yeah. I knew English, but I wasn't like, I, I used uh, I used Google Translator a lot. Mm. Wow. A lot. And this is how I learned, you know? This is yeah. how I learned. That's insane to me, man. Yeah. Wow. It's, I, I, I've been speaking English my whole life. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> even relate. <laughs> I can't relate to people who are like, Oh yeah, by the way, you know, I had to use Google Translate. I'm like, what is this? You're telling English to me. What was, is this? Yeah, it's like when someone speaks Chinese to you, it's like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like what's, what's going on? What's going know? on right now? Like I I but I, I I knew the basics. So anyway, 
Um, go home, Google how to become a waiter, read stuff, write it down, go to the restaurant and do it. So learn, execute, learn, execute, learn, execute. Um, I won't lie to you if I told you I didn't watch TV from the age of 18 to the age of 22. And that's the whole time you were in New York? Um, yeah, I yeah. was just working. So I used to listen to a lot of personal growth stuff, mm-hmm. personal development, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is like useless and shitty, but at a day it kept me motivated because yeah. it was tough, man. Because I used to walk an hour every day in the fucking snow. I'm not used to that that, that kind of weather, you know. <laughs> What's the weather like in Egypt? It's it's uh, just... I, I live in, in in a city called Alexandria, and it's on the on the north, yeah. right? So it's by the Mediterranean Sea. So the weather is very nice. Okay. Uh, it's by the coast. The weather is very nice. Shouts out to Alexandria. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, how everything changed, right? You know, you know the library of Alexandria. Yeah. Though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I used to study there. Yeah, you used to study yeah. there. What do you think about that, bro? That's just bullshit. No. That was back in the day, man. Super. I know. Yeah. Like how it got burned. But they they build it now. It's it's very big now. So, I used to study there when I was yeah. in high school. It's it's wow. it's a very nice place now. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. World renowned. Yeah, they renovated everything. It's it's pretty nice. So how everything changed, right? Um, I'm always motivated, always smiling, working as hard as I can. You know, I always having the American dream. I want to be rich. I want to make more money. I want to make more money, right? Um, and working way more than I'm getting paid, and yeah. that was the thing. You know, you give more than you take. I think that was the what changed my life and understanding this give more value than than whatever you take it give 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 there's a guy called gary v if you heard of him i um, haven't maybe he, he's he's um he's an entrepreneur um yeah. he has a marketing company um but anyways sees give 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 and then ask people usually ask before they give yeah or they That's give true. and they expect to take right away. Yeah. So you got to understand what value means and how can you provide value to someone. To someone Either else. music, restaurant, mm. selling cars, whatever that is. Understand what value means and how can you provide value. And this one things start getting better for you. Be patient, of course. Nothing happens overnight. Anyways, I'm working in that restaurant. Start to develop my communication skills. Smile more. My English was basic, but I learned a little bit more. Again, smiling just opened up doors. I swear, my God. Because mm. people used to talk to me. I have no idea what they're saying, but just smiling. Oh, you're happy. <laughs> I don't have It's like, okay, sure. Just nod your head. Sure. <laughs> yes to everything kind of thing. Um, anyway, how I start working for the halal guys, right? Yeah, because um, you were in New York. Now yeah. you're all the way in Young Davy. Yeah. Other side of the fucking country. So, a uh, quick story about the halal guys. Um, there were three Egyptian immigrants. They came in. Um, they started this in 1990 as a as a hot dog cart uh, by Times Square, so in wow. Manhattan, right? Um, Same halal guys, that, halal guys. Yeah, that yeah it's here? a franchise now. First oh. franchise, first one. Yes, it was in New York. It was in New York. It was a hot dog cart, and they start franchising in 2016. Wow, they made a name for themselves. They, oh, they yeah, have almost a uh, hundred locations all over the world now. Yeah, wow. in Canada, oh. Philippines, Indonesia, um, South Korea. Philippines have I think like eight stores in Philippines, wow. um, so they went global, you know. Yeah. And it is it is a, a food cart, a food cart like Shaz, you know Shaz. Mm, I don't know it. The, the one by the camps. The food cart. 
Don't they sell chicken over rice? Maybe. I don't know because I'm not. Is it a food truck? Yeah, a food truck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So imagine this, right? Becoming a big brand. Yeah. Right? Uh, it is very popular in New York. Or by like, Trader Joe's. Yeah, that one by Trader Joe's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so it's just oh, a, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. So I just a small one. food cart, right? Yeah. Uh, they were big in New York. Because New York is expensive, um, and they used to sell um, a lot of food for a good price. Yeah. You know, it made sense. And it was like in a dynamic location, mm. right? Uh, so people line up every single day. Anyways, um, that's, that's the halal guys, right? The founder's son, he's in my age, right? Yeah. We had a mutual friend, right? Who used to come to my restaurant. Mm. So the founder's son saw me working. Then we became kind of friends, right? He got my number. I barely saw him, you know. It's like we we different levels, kind of thing, right? Like I'm, I'm poor, broke. They're they're rich, you know. It's like okay, and I'm working most of my time. I work like 14 hours a day, right? And I walk to like an hour and a half, average of an hour and a half walking, yeah. going to work and coming wow. back from work, right? So like I don't go out, you know. And I work six days, sometimes seven days, mm. you know. And um, anyways, he saw me. He got my number. And um, I don't see him again, you know? I barely saw him. But we still have the mutual friend. Anyway, a year later, right? He, he gave me a call. He's like, hey, this is me. Do you remember me? I was like, oh, yeah, I do. How, how have you been? He's like, I've been great. Thank you. Are you looking for a job? I was like, yes, I am. You know, he didn't like, want to work uh, at the restaurant anymore? Uh, well, I, uh, it was like a year apart yeah. between when I met him and... Um, When he offered you the job? When, when he called me, right? So I went to, uh, I looked for uh, another couple of jobs. Like I did some other oh, things. Oh, gotcha. I work in a bakery and I work in a, on an actual hot dog cart mm. um, and so on and so on. But anyways. Um, Was the pay better at those other places? A little bit. So from five to eight. And then the hot dog cart, this is a funny story about a New York hot dog carts, like the hot dog carts, right? Yeah. So I had a friend that I met and he was like, hey, do you want to make some real money? I was like, fuck yeah. You know, he was like, okay, uh, you're going to work with me. I'm going to rent a hot dog cart and you're going to work on it and you take 30%. You're like a business owner. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm living my American dream. Yeah. I'm going to take 30%. Yeah. Percentage a, instead yeah, of, a, instead a business, of a, yeah. a paycheck. Yeah. I'm a business partner, right? Yeah. All right, cool. What I need to do is like you go to the, the commissary or the garage. Uh, someone gonna pick you up, drop you, drop you off with the cart, right? And you're gonna be selling hot dogs. It's really easy, and it, it is really easy. You grab the bun, the fucking hot dog in it, ketchup and mustard, and done. You yeah. don't need skills, right? I mean, I yeah. used to talk, smile, so I was a little bit bubbly, right? Yeah. So, anyways, he was like, but the thing is, the thing is. Um, You come up with prices. I was like, how come? He was like, come with me. We go to one of his friends. I stay with, I stand with them for like a couple hours. So I'm watching the guy selling, right? So what they do is they put the hot dog carts in a tourist area, mm. right? And they just come up with numbers. Like I saw him selling one hot dog for $5, one hot dog for $10, oh. a bottle of water for $1. Like if you see a black dude yeah. from New York yeah. coming to buy a bottle of water, give it him for a dollar. Yeah. If you see like someone from Europe or like a tourist, right? $10 for a water bottle. Yeah. I was like, this is stealing, dude. He's like, no, it's not. It's this, this, and that. I was That's like, crazy. okay, oh, fuck. Wow. Like, I don't have a job right now. <laughs> Let me do it. He, yeah. he showed you the finesse. Yes. The finesse. That's so wow. I, I did it for one day. And in the middle of the day, I was like, you know what? Fuck, I'm not going to do that. I feel like I'm stealing people's money. I just won't do that. 
um, I talked to him. I was like, hey, dude, I, I left my job for this. Right. Like, I thought, like, you know, um, 30% or whatever. But um, I, I don't think I can do that. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not It's not being honest, you know. Right, right. I think we should have a surprise. Yeah. We kind of fought. Like, we fight. I was like, okay, this is my last week, but this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go pick up the cards, work there for the whole day. But I'm going to have a surprise. And 30% whatever I'm making, whatever you're making, and we're all happy. And then find someone else. Cool, cool. All right. Work for one week. Barely made any money, of course. I mean, selling hot dogs. Right? Like, I, I used to sell it for like $3, $4. So well, how many are you going to sell a day, you know? Yeah. And the, the the location that they dropped me off wasn't that dynamic. So yeah. not a lot of people around me, you know? So anyways, I left this job. And then I was home. Same thing, struggling to find another job. Uh, and then I was my rent was due in a week. I I didn't have any money, and then I get this phone call. Hey, are you looking for a job? I was like, yes, mm, please. Yeah. Uh, he was like, okay, go to the car's location. He sent me the address. Um, it was on Sixth Avenue, Fifty Third, right by Times Square. And he's like, go meet the manager. His name is this. Tell him that you you the new worker. And congratulations. I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, how much I'm going to get paid? It was like $9 an hour. I was like, nice. yeah, from five to nine, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. from $5 to $9. But that's a big jump. Uh, for me, yes. Yeah. It's almost double. Yeah. The minimum wage was $8 though. But, that's a, oh, yeah. Wow, nice. but, but again, you have nothing, you know, it's like, right, what's right. my options? Wow. It's like, what's my, what else I'm going to do? You know? Yeah. Sometimes you cannot complain. You just got to yeah. suck it up oh, yeah. and see how can you make it better. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways. Well, why did you leave the restaurant? Because I didn't like the owner was so mean. Like, uh, I'll, dude, I never forget. Like, I think I'm grateful for the listen. Um, you know what they saying, right? Uh, I uh, I'll for, I will I will forget what people told me, but I will never forget how people made me feel. Yeah. Right. So one time I don't know what I was doing. The, the guy was so mean. Like the owner was very mean, very mean, uh, and. I think I did something wrong. I, I did something wrong, right? Again, I'm new. Like, I don't know a lot. Like, I told you, like, you should be, give me some training, you know? Yeah. Uh, teach me stuff. Like, I don't expect that I know everything. Right. But anyways, um, I did something wrong and he came to me. He looked at me. Um, he was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, well, I'm doing this. He's like, you don't do it like that. You don't know how to do anything, you fucking idiot. Man, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts for a couple of reasons, right? You don't want to be insulted. And you cannot stand up for yourself. Okay, what if I say no and lose my job? Yeah. How the fuck am I going to pay rent? I'm on my yeah. own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I, I still I still remember how it made me feel. Um, and I went home and I, I cried that night, you know? Yeah. But the lesson that I learned, I would never in my life treat someone like that. Because yeah. it hurt so bad, man. It hurt so bad. Um, but it, it made me a, a, a better person, I would say, you know? Because, again, it's it hurts. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't I wouldn't like for anyone to feel that the way I felt, you know? So that was the lesson. So I'm, I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I was trying to find something else because it was so mean, you know, I don't like to be insulted, you know, yeah. I was just want to, but anyways, um, and I wasn't learning that much. I was, well, the they newbie. weren't teaching that much. Yeah. But here's the thing. I was the newbie. I was 18. They had other workers working there and I was way smarter than them. I'm not trying to show up, but I was way smarter than them. Like people, some customers thought that I was the owner's son or I owned the restaurant because how they felt, how yeah. I was treating them, how I cared, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my hospitality. And I think it came from how my mom raised me. You know what I mean? Like kind of super nice. Hey, do you guys want some, some beer? Do you guys want some water? Mm-hmm. You brought some pizza on your way here. It's, it's, it's hospitality, you yeah, know? Yeah, but I also ate a lot of their food. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I think my mom raised me to be nice, so it, it kind of helped. So anyways, how things change and start making more money from $5 to like breaking $50,000, $60,000 a year. Um, traveling a lot. Uh, I stayed in Caesar Palace for a week or two weeks for free, you know? Wow. Uh, but anyway, how things change. I get this phone call. I go get the job, $9 an hour. The manager is like, hey, do you have any experience working in a food cart? I was like, not really, but I can work for free for a couple of days if you want. I really don't mind. I can work for free till I learn. Yeah, so that's a powerful move. Yeah. yeah he was like, wow. he, yeah. So he, but they were very nice, honestly. Yeah. So he was like, no, 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 no. We don't, we're not like that. Right. Just learn. All right, cool. Hey, Started. Training. And, um, he was like, okay, that's your uniform. Go ahead, start. I was like, awesome. Um, it was 10 a.m. They open at 11 a.m. So they open from 11 a.m. to 5 a.m. the next day, right? Um, I never been there before, right? Like I, I was like on the other side of the city kind of thing, right? I'm not from New York, but what area of New York was I, I used to live in, in Queens, yeah. but the cars in Manhattan. Manhattan, where is the Wall Street? Yeah. Wall Street, the big yeah, companies. Yeah, you know. Um, Times Busy Square, the, the, the big... The, big, big, huh? the busiest, most... Yeah, the, the is big it a wealthier area? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the rent there is so fucking expensive. Yeah. And people are obviously up until 5 a.m. there. Yeah, yeah. Nightclubs yeah. and shit like it's that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cab drivers. Like, it's literally the city that never sleeps. Yeah. Okay. It is that. It is that. Um, public transportation is 24 hours, mm-hmm. you know? So anyways, it started working, started at 10 a.m. i never been there. I heard of them, but like I, I didn't knew that they were that popular, right? Um, so anyways, um, start, I see like they, they bring in a lot of meat. I was like, what the fuck can I eat all of that meat? You know, like, that's going to be a waste. Like, what's going on here, you know? That was from 10 to 11, right? And then 12 noon hits and people start lining up. I was like, hmm. what the fuck? Where these people are coming from. And my shift started at 10. Um, finished at 5 or 6, right? And during the whole shift, didn't stop. Oh, that's Except insane. If you Google some pictures of the guys, you will see a big-ass line. A big-ass line. And I was like, and you were, were you in a food truck? I was in the food truck cutting. Was it hot in there? It was fucking hot. There's yeah. no AC. It's a workout. Bro. That's insane. There is no AC. From 10, what was it, 10 a.m. to 5 a.m. or something? To 5 p.m. Wow. My shift, but the cars, there was like two shifts, right? Yeah. The morning shift and the night shift, right? Yeah, that's wow. that's too. That's yeah. It was that's, from ten to seven. You know what that reminds days. me of is uh, In and Out. I always yeah. see them in there. Wow. It's yeah. a small yeah. space. It's almost a food truck already, but it's not but it's New a York. But this one is a food yeah, truck, yeah. and there is no AC for workers. And when it's snowing and fucking cold, suck it up. Ooh, you know it you you on the street. You on the street <laughs> for ten hours. Oof. But that's a fucking mission. It, but it, 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 they used to pay good. That's why. <laughs> Because a lot of people used to leave. They couldn't handle yeah. it. <laughs> Chopping the meat and cooking that much meat. Uh, <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you how much chicken I used to cook a day in my yeah. shift. <laughs> Bro, let me show me. Uh, show it was me. 30 pan, but uh, 
Each pen is 30... That's crazy. I could picture it's you like guys. I'm not kidding when I tell you I used to cook average of um let's see, I think around five hundred pounds of chicken by myself yeah. every shift. That's or maybe more. Crazy, bro. I'm not lying. <laughs> I mean, that's Google insane. Google Google the halal guys. Right now, Google the halal guys and you will see how crazy it is. Bro, uh, you're like the so halal in, guy. Yeah. Oh, that's in the morning. <laughs> in the morning, I was like, "Who the fuck gonna eat that food?" In the afternoon, I was like, "Do you guys have enough food for that people?" You know what I mean? I started getting tired. It's like I never had that that much experience, like that that much work. You know? That's that that's like that might be on a. You might be able to compare that to the amount of meat that like one of our local grocery stores goes through. Like yeah. a small grocery store, a small meat market in Davis. Might you guys might have gone through more meat than them? Yeah, in a day, I, I did. And they had they had three carts on like Damn. three different blocks right next to each other, like three streets. They made money. They made yeah. hella money. Yeah. They made hella money. Yeah, they made hella. Um, that food truck bro, grind that, is undeniable. That's something I wanted to start a food truck like Davis, bro. Yeah. There are a lot that seem to be successful here. It's a very good business, very profitable. It's very profitable. If you know, if you have the right people, you have the right meats, everything's up to scale. I mean, you don't need need to be connected. You just get a permit. and. but like it's better if you're connected. People come to you and they're like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, you yeah." Know what I'm yeah, it's, it's nice. It's and college students want cheap food anyway. Yeah, I always yeah, felt yeah. that they they'd be better at colleges, right. but New York would be even better yeah. than oh, a fucking yeah. college. You can, you can charge them. Next no, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't that expensive though. It was like seven dollars for a big ass platter. Oh, so that's a very good, that's good. Very good deal. That's a good deal. That's why it sold out every time, right? Yeah, yeah good ass deal. As this, the the they're since nineteen ninety. They're popular since nineteen ninety. Um, but anyways, right? Anyways, I'm working. I'm the nice dude. I don't make a lot of problems. I'm understanding. I read personal growth, personal development books, which helped a lot. Mm. Dealing with people, I think, is the hardest thing ever. Mm. I think this what helped me a lot because mm. I didn't have a lot of experiences about people like me. Um, anyways, 2016, you start franchising, right? Mm. Um, so I've been with the company for like, I think, almost nine months. And they start franchising, and I get promoted out of three almost 300 employees they have in the company. So they have two restaurants in New York, three food, four food, four food carts, um, uh, I think one or two commissaries, and so almost around. What, what is a commissary? Commissary, it's it's a it's a place that prep food for the carts. Ah. Uh. So like they, they make the rice, they prep the the, the, the salads, you know. Yeah. So how it works there, right? So there is the three food carts, and there is a big ass truck. It's, uh, it's Mercedes, by the way. Uh-huh. It's a big Mercedes, yeah. right? Uh, it has like a big fridge. So this way they keep wow. the, um, okay. this way they keep the cold stuff. And there's like three vans. It has the all stacked combo, up, bro. Right? Stacked. It has the hot stuff, yeah, and there is some some uh, uh, there's like a. a Fifth, uh, fourth car, by all of them that keep that that, that cook the chicken fresh, wow. and then huh. transfer it cooked, um, and then we chop it on that, the grill, yeah. and then we start serving. That's uh. a fucking. So the the, 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 the little cart has 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 a steam table, has a big grill, uh, has a warmer. Wow. It's it's it's, oh. it's 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 a good business, but anyways, that's that's what the commissary is, right? Okay, it's the prep side of it. Yeah, 
it's like a catering kitchen kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and um, they wash the carts there. They they do the rest of their business. They keep their their their, their drinks and, and all of that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a storage as well. You know, a catering kitchen. Mm-hmm. You, you can call it catering kitchen. Anyways, 2016, they start franchising. Out of 300 employees, they have it's me and another five get promoted. Um, so I used to cook good. Like I knew their concept. I was a nice guy. So my manager liked me. So he offered me the, the promotion kind of thing. Right. He was like, you're going to become a trainer. I was like, wonderful. I have no idea what that means. You know, trainer, train people to do what? Yeah. Cook. Okay. All right. Cool. So I get promoted from the car to the restaurant. And my job was a trainer. Teach people how to cook. So basically, they start franchising. You know what franchising is, right? Yeah. Uh, just explain it anyway. But okay. Yeah. So franchising, right? Let's say I uh, let's say the halal guys, right? Uh, they want to start franchising. So you, uh, or, or Khan, right? Khan likes food and have some money. And I want to open a, open up a restaurant, but I want to open up a big name, like someone that people actually know, you know? Right. So, so that you know maybe he could sell more. Yeah. If so people already recognize it. Yeah, exactly. So Khan go to the halal guys and be like, hey, I want to invest my money with you. They were like, okay, there is some terms. Um, you need to open up at least five restaurants, one restaurant a year. It's a contract. Yeah. And we're gonna take seven percent of your gross, wow. right? Okay. Whatever, whatever money you're making, we're gonna take seven percent of it. And each new store, you're gonna pay us forty thousand ah. dollars. It's your fee to use my name, ah. and we will show you. We will teach you. We will teach you and show you how to operate it. Right. Yeah. So a lot and of the it, benefit is he doesn't have to start from scratch exactly. with the restaurant yeah. business. Like the name is there already. If it's a successful name, it's like McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like and he has guaranteed customers. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was. It was a new brand too. You know. It was popular, but not that popular, right. you know? Um, so anyways, my job was when a franchisee um, buy a franchise from them, he hired a director of operation, general manager, managers, right? Who, who he going to start his first restaurant with them, yeah, right? And then second and then third and then fourth and then fifth, right? Mm-hmm. So my job was when the franchisee hired these people, general managers, director of operations or system managers, used to send them to New York since the concept was new mm-hmm. so they had to come to New York for two or three weeks to experience it so we can show them how everything started how to do everything how to operate right but yeah. the only thing I knew back in the day was to cook I knew how to cook yeah. so long story short I learned a lot so again I used to train managers to cook mm-hmm. but during the two weeks right so I used to meet like five five uh, a team of five every Every three weeks, every four weeks. So almost within a year, um, sometimes it's seven, sometimes it's three, um, sometimes it's every two weeks. But anyway, the point is within one year, I trained almost 100, uh, 100 people wow. of managers, general managers, director, operation, mm. assistant managers. Wow, so every time I, uh, I, I teach him, I teach him, right? And then we have a conversation or I ask him for a dinner. Hey, can you teach me this? Or... What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Getting a lot of experience. I used to talk a lot, right? So getting a lot of experiences from them. Yeah. For real. So within one year, I was like, shit. I know a lot of stuff. Yeah. I know a lot of stuff. And you're connected with head honchos yeah. all over the yes. country. Yes. And a lot of people offered me a job, you know? The funny story, my boss, my boss, I trained him four years ago. Right. Right? I trained him how to cook. And then we made this connection. He's a nice dude. I love him, right? Uh, Tarek, you're a nice guy. You're good. You know what you're doing. Let's keep in touch. Yeah. And then four years later, 
hey, do you have a spot for me? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Nice. Come here, you know? These people, we'll almost, it sounds like everyone who you train was in a position to hire in the yeah. future. There, yeah. there are people who are higher up in the company. I, uh, my value was high because um, it was a new brand and a few people knew how to work in it. Yeah. Right. So my value was very high, even though I didn't have a lot of experience. Right. I would say I was kind of lucky, yeah. you know? But anyways, I get I get another I get promoted one more time, and then I open up stores. So right now they send me to states. So I went to San Francisco, San Jose, Austin, um, uh, New Orleans, right? Um, Las Vegas. This one I stayed for in training. Dallas. Yeah. So every time uh, a franchisee want to open up his his first store, they send me to mm. train a team of fifty. Yes. Oh, right. A team of fifty. So I help him uh, help him to operate the first week right mm-hmm. so i go up in the morning teach him how to cook teach him how to prep how to be good at customer service and all those stuff i didn't knew much but i knew what i knew right. again smiling dude just smile <laughs> for real yeah for real because fast food restaurant right as a customer it literally takes you like one or two minutes so it's it's a one minute interaction so you don't need to say your life story just smile yeah you know have a good impression right and that's it that's mm. it so anyways a team of 50 right so i open up 10 stores right wow. um and again as the, the the days goes by i'm meeting new people and i'm learning more and same same thing dude google everything start learning about profit and loss how to run a restaurant how uh, start reading about uh, start reading more about leadership mm. uh people behavior psychology how to manage people this is, I have, and of course, I keep doing a lot of mistakes, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Who's there? Carl. What's up, Carl? <laughs> Come join the podcast, Carl. We're going to talk about branding and marketing right now. Oh, okay, guys. Branding and marketing. Guys, the bug killer? Kind trying to start a franchise. Yeah, they killing bugs. Oh, Carl got some beer. <laughs> oh, 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 Thank you, bro. I'll take one. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, Are you done with? Oh, I got the Costco plug. Oh, shit. shit. Are you well, finished I'm with your homework? <laughs> yeah. That's right. I just wrote Look what Carl's wearing. That was the halal guy shit. Hey, oh wow. Represent. <laughs> I can barely see it, but oh. yeah, halal guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, have you had this one? Thank you so no. much. This is fun. Oh, you haven't had Lagunitas? This is from us, though. Oh, no, no, this is not a sub. This is uh, a speakeasy. This is from uh, you didn't say Lagunitas, though. It's not Lagunitas. Yeah, oh, that is Lagunitas. Like, that, that's just fire, though. Oh, you brought like, oh, different beers. Yeah, yeah. how come I didn't notice it? I yeah, yeah. some are half as tall as the yeah, others. This is not what I didn't notice it. <laughs> Yeah, Richard's like one of my favorite beers. Wow. It's the only one that I have a shirt for. It's a very dope night. Sharing life stories. Thank y'all for being here. This is dope. Actually, this might be a good time to wrap this particular thing up. But, um, okay, so you're training. You're training people. Yeah, training and then get more experience and then decided to settle down, move to Houston to run my first restaurant. Um and then getting more experience and then moving here. Mm. So that's the story from $5 an hour 
to breaking fifty six thousand dollars a year. Yeah, from someone who uh, didn't speak English, didn't have a lot of restaurant experience. Hold on, let's go to the running the restaurant in Houston. Yes. Okay, so you're training people. How do you uh, end up in a position where you are running a restaurant? Okay, so being are a you trainer, a franchisee? Yeah. Um, what happened? Are you somebody who uh, paid the halal guys to run their franchise? Or, or I, you I didn't pay anyone. I, I get paid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was the same thing. It was uh, with a uh, franchisee, right? Yeah. I trained him as well. He offered the job. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll take it. Gotcha. And that's like a general manager? General manager. It was my first time being general manager. Yeah. Like, again, I was from a cook to a trainer to a general manager. Cheers. 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 Cheers, Carl. My favorite person in the world. <laughs> What? And guy was like, no, I'm your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, uh, he offered me, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to get this experience. Um, they don't deduct a lot of taxes from you in Texas. Uh, I've heard. So it was it was a good thing. Yeah. New York, they fucking, yeah, they, they take a lot of tax. New York and California, it's a lot. Bad. It's bad to yeah. own a business or run a business, I've heard. Yeah, so I was like, okay, you know what? I just want to see how is it, like, actually running a restaurant, being on my own. Yeah. You know, being like, I'm kind of like the boss. Like, there's no one behind me to blame. Yeah. I mean, when something happened, when she hit the fan. Um, stayed there, stayed in Houston for nine months, good experience, and then moved to here. Mm. Why did so you come here? Because um, it seems like a weird place to be. Not really. So I lived in New York. I, I've been to a couple states, right? People here are nice. I won't lie. If you I, mean, to Davis, York, I mean, Davis specifically instead of San Davis Francisco or San Jose or yeah. Sacramento. Different. Well, that's, that was the, my, my boss territory. Gotcha. Right? So it's, he's not the same franchisee in San Francisco. Mm. Right? So he has some of the Bay Area and he has Sacramento and Davis. Yeah. So we're su- I was supposed yeah. to run Davis tour. And the two stores that they're going to open in Sacramento. We're going to open one in Midtown and one in uh, in Ale Grove. I was supposed to run all over. Yeah. Uh, anyway, things didn't go as planned. Um, yeah. We opened up more stores in the Bay Area because it made more sense. Yeah. It does make a lot of sense, man. I feel like this would be a good time to be in the food business yeah. in the Bay Area. Population is growing. People have a lot of money. We do. So we have some one... Um, Sunnyvale, San Jose, San Mateo, Santa Clara is coming soon, hopefully. Yeah, I think I saw one near... I, I went to community college in Cupertino. Oh, yeah. I think there's one in Cupertino, yeah. a couple of them, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the halal guys. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about branding. Let me start off by saying this, okay? Go ahead. In the long term, I'm interested in becoming um, decent at branding, if not good. Okay. But in the short term, I um, I always get in my own way because I'm far more interested in uh, doing things I want to do than doing things that make sense from a branding perspective. I mean, so I always I always I always say like, in three years I'll be good at branding. But I think I was saying that three years ago. <laughs> okay, let's start with this. Define branding, right? Okay. Um, what I mean is that uh, there's a clear connection between a product or a service and um, uh, and its symbolic representation. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, wonderful. What do you like to do? Too many things. I like to do like a lot of things. Pick, pick, pick a thing, right? Uh, create. Create, create what? Uh, <laughs> you gotta be specific. Like, what create, is it? Like, we'll make create it. things that, and this is why it's bad. This is the number one reason why the branding is bad. I like to create things that make sense. Like what? <laughs> like, okay, here's, here's the deal. Like, the, the, the point I'll of be my good question, in three years. That's what I'm saying. My, I mean, you need to be specific, right? Um, okay. Anything you want to create? Anything? Okay, let me actually, actually, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. I think I have a way of saying it. I like to do. Um, I like to do academic things. Mm-hmm. Outside of an academic environment. Okay. So that is actually the closest thing that I have right now to a brand. I see. Is I'm the guy that okay. does the academic things outside of the academic environment. Okay. The, the point of the question is... Do you but, huh? Do you have a YouTube channel? No. That's a good way to start a brand for something like that. I know. That's the thing. Yeah. It would be. Started. It would be. Why? Well, probably will do that. Within the next three years, I'll probably yeah. be doing that. I'll have you yeah, should start a lot. I mean, I have started a lot though. I have like I have like three years of music, three years of podcasts, um, a couple years of papers, uh, like essays. Um, but there's something about all of them that it's like it takes four years to make the last three years make sense. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I have to. Basically, my problem is there's a there's a huge like if you're doing something that's weird mm-hmm. then you can't just do it you have to do it and explain what you're doing mm-hmm. so it's best if you can explain what you're doing before you do it uh, but creatively that doesn't usually work out oh, usually yeah. you don't even know what you're about to do that's true so that's true. it's better to do it after but then doing it after might be too late yeah so you got to figure out a way like a lot of what i've done kind of like what i uh, i read you off some stuff before we started it took me three years to write that stuff. Yeah. So for the first three years, I can't even tell the person that's sitting with me, this is what's going to happen because I don't know what's going to happen. So now that I know what's going to happen, now I can tell you. Yeah. And you can have a coherent experience. Like you, this you, is exactly what he said would happen. Yeah. You know what but I learned? I got to experiment first and that's why I'm so bad at branding. Speaking, speaking of experiment, right? You know what I learned is you don't need to re- uh, reinvent the wheel, right? So 100%. And and that's what that's what I would argue is the biggest thing of getting in my own way. Yeah, it's is that everything I do, I will always reinvent the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> even if it's a, if it's if it exists, I'll redo it. If it doesn't exist, I'll be the first one to do it. The, but either way, I'm always going to do it from scratch, and that's bad for branding. It, it is. It, it's I my my personal opinion, right? It's not only bad for branding; it's bad for you. Because here's the thing, right? You wanna you wanna you wanna get there. You said in three years, right? Yeah. So you don't wanna get there in ten years. That's right. True. Yeah. So what you do is you model people, modeling, right? For example, let's talk about what fitness, right? Fitness. I'm a fat ass, right? And I wanna lose weight, right? I can do I mean, it from are scratch. Are you saying that's true right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just say give it an example. Okay, yeah. my story with, with fitness was I was skinny as fuck. Right, like I was super skinny. I can, I can relate see to that, man. My my back bones without yeah. me bending my back, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, like my head was bigger than my body. Yeah, I was that skinny. You know. Yeah. Um. Anyways, you had two options, right? You had two options. I had two options. I can start from scratch, right, and try to figure out 
how to gain weight on my own. Yeah. Or I can model someone. I can, already done what I can look done. for someone yeah. who was super skinny. And now he's very fit and go ask him, hey, help me out, man. What did you do to gain weight that fast? What did you do to become so muscular that fast? Yeah. Oh, I used to work out five days a week. That was my routine. That's what I ate. And that's what I did. Awesome. All right. I'm going to do the exactly same thing. Fuck. I get the exact same result. Yeah. Why, why, why do I have to reinvent the wheel? Why right. I have to re- figure it out on my own? So model people. Yeah. And then invent create yeah you know what i mean um so that's a good thing the, the reason i was asking you to be specific is brand it's all about honestly money's not everything but you want to be able to pay your bills right yeah you don't want to have a shitty job right are we smoking are we smoking anything shrooms is that right here? no no i don't want to get high man so you want tobacco yeah, tobacco, I'm down for tobacco. You're down for tobacco? Yeah, straight but tobacco. Straight tobacco, no weed. Okay, I'm down. No. I'm, I got you, bro. Um, you wanna, you wanna, huh? That's what I've been smoking. That's why I've been blowing out the window, because I didn't want the smell to, like, you know, travel this way. Yeah, but the tobacco cool, smell. could trigger some lungs, that's what Oh, I mean. yeah. No, it's cool, man. Let's, let's smoke some tobacco. But anyways. This is weed, though, now. But let's move yeah. on to tobacco. Let's do it. Yeah. So branding, right? Knowing what you're actually trying to create. Right? Yeah. Um, you don't want to be stuck in a shitty job. You want to make money. You want to pay your bills. Buy what you want. Um, live your American dream, right? At the same time, do whatever you're doing. Yeah. Sometimes people are lucky enough to make money from the things that they, they, they like to do. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. And if it's not, it takes him more time. For example, um, let's say I like fitness, right? I want to become a personal trainer. I am a personal trainer, but I want to have an online business. Yeah. Like I want to sure. make, I want to make six you figures. Could. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I know. You know, you you see, you always see that motherfucker on YouTube, the same white guy with with the tats. He's al- he's always. Uh, I think I know. Talk, talking about the diet and why you're eating wrong and yeah. and what each body type needs. This uh, yeah, sometimes they, they, they go, I I know which one. I think I know which one. You know which one I'm talking about. Some yeah. of those guys are really good at branding. They're good at yeah, marketing. Bro. Yeah, they're, they're good at marketing. Yeah. Branding, making a comfortable living. Because I've seen it time and time. You again, can make a hell of money. Oh, yeah. you know what's the thing about online business? Um, like for example, in personal training, how you make money is. By giving programs. That's a personal trainer job. You're not a physical therapy, therapist, and right? they're recordings of you. It's, Pre-recorded. It's, yeah. But I, I, how you make things. money is tell people what to do. It's like, yeah. hey, I want to gain weight. I was like, okay, this is a workout program. And this is how many calories you need to eat. Uh, and this is why you need to eat. Boom. $150 for my yeah. advice. For a three-month program. The, the, the good thing about it is you can literally sell for a million people within a day or two. Right. You can make a million dollar in the right, day too. Right, right. 100%. But again, it comes back to your branding and marketing. Because you don't need a store. You don't need to hire anyone to sell it. Right. Just, literally, everything online. is online. Yeah. Right. It's crazy, you know? It is crazy. That's just outrageous. Um, yeah. Um, so, again, coming back to the same example, branding. So, right now, I have the restaurant job, right? Do I yeah. like it? Yeah, I do. But would I rather may- be making the money that I'm making now or I want to hit like six figures or $200,000 a year? Just doing the fitness because it's the only thing that I like, you know. I yeah. love it more. So this is the hard way kind of thing. I mean, this is the more realistic way, and 
sometimes you're just not lucky enough, right? Which is cool. This is life. Um, so in my case, I have to work, let's say, from 9 to 5, right? From 9 to 5 in the restaurant and from 5 to 10, right? Or from 5 to, to 12 a.m. Uh, at home, trying to develop myself, trying to create a content, mm-hmm. uh, make a website. Uh, and, and so I'd start uh, train one or two clients, brand, like have, have, a, have, a, um, have a big brand, right? So people can know you and people can trust you and people can buy from you and so on and so on. So it's going to take you a couple of years. But what if, what if instead of from, from 9 to 5 the restaurant and then from 5 to 10 the, my side hustle, what if my side, hustle, my side hustle was from 9 to 12 a.m.? Right. You would go there more faster. Yeah. Right? And instead of investing 20 hours a week, I would be investing like 50, 60 hours a week right. in, in this thing. Instead of getting there within three years, I can get there within one year. Hmm. You getting my point? Sometimes you're lucky enough. Let's yeah. say that you're a student. All right, awesome. I don't need to care about bills. I don't need to care about shit. I have payments. Mm. Cool, all right. Why the fuck not? Let them help me. They've been helping me all my life. Help right. me two more years, you know? Yeah. And then you get there faster. But again, you need to know what exactly that you want. Yeah. So branding and or making money, it's two things. Either product or service, right? Product or service. So the personal training thing, right? This is service. Yeah. Right? Um, a restaurant is product I'm selling you food so how a restaurant works right or most retail business this is how it works right uh, I buy the food from a vendor let's say I buy this beer right let's say this, this is how Costco made money on the beer they didn't invent the beer they didn't create it they didn't make it right they bought it from somewhere else and they saved it in the store and then car is like hey I want some beer you know yeah. and then car get it from them so me as a Costco, right? I bought the the beer for like a dollar. I sold it for a car for like two or three dollars. Hmm. Right? So this is this is the retail store. Same thing with restaurants. I buy food from from vendors, right? The chicken, the, the salad, the rice, whatever. I hire some people to um, get to the final product, right? And then I sell it. Right? Yeah. This is a product and this is how you make money in retail. For a service, right? You want to do a, a academic creation stuff right which could mean so a large could, number of things yeah so you gotta that's, that's what i'm saying you gotta decide what is it well exactly it's almost is. like um it's almost like the analogy they make you don't for, have like a, can you roll it like as a cigarettes you don't have that oh i don't have the papers uh but rama can come through right now yeah i'm gonna call her she go. said okay yalla. <laughs> this is a part of what i mean is that uh the the the, the there is no model for a lot of new things so, um, like a YouTuber, there was no model for that in 1950. Yeah. So, um, for how they would actually make money as a YouTuber. And I think what I have in mind is uh, pretty close to the idea of a YouTuber, like an extended thing, you know, that it's a business built around some service, some services, uh-huh, essentially. I so, yeah. I, I almost think of it like... Uh, in its height, it'll be similar to a television show where there's a main idea, but there's also a writer's room. Yeah. And the writers create episodes based off of the main idea. Now, the creator doesn't necessarily need to be a writer. The creator just needs to be someone who comes up with the blueprint, the, yeah. the initial script. I'll show you. And then from there, the, uh, the writing can continue for several seasons as long as it's picked up. Well, what I imagine is 10 of those. Like... Uh, I think the future of of, of the type of brand that I'm thinking of 
could involve having the equivalent of a writer's room for multiple services. So well, let's say a podcast, for instance, is one service, and a second one is music production, and a third is um, uh, um, blogging or writing of some sort. I can imagine that at its height, a future brand could have blogs that aren't written by the creator, yeah. podcasts that aren't even hosted by the creator, yeah. and um, music that isn't even connected to the creator. But because it- instead, you just... You just create teams of people that yeah. do those things. That's that's exactly what branding is. Yeah, so it's that's like exactly it's like your philosophy is, is yeah. the thing. Yeah. But the actual work could be done by anyone. Exactly. That's the yeah. same thing with the restaurant business, right? Let's say yeah. the, since you, Yes, about very similar business. to the halal if business. If I'm the owner, I don't need to cook. I don't need to You do don't need to cook. You just need to be able to teach other people how to cook to your exactly. standards. That, yeah. that, that's the that if a manager, but as an owner, I just put money down, right? Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, hire someone to do it. Again, I don't cook, I don't hire, I don't do a lot of stuff. I mean, I monitor it, but I don't create. I'm gonna still make money. Yeah, you know, that's, that's yeah. a different aspect. So, so one one example of this is like I like hosting podcasts, and there's a specific way of uh, doing audio editing that's easily exportable. Yeah. The next layer of that is I can uh, you can hire me to uh, do your audio editing. But the real layer that I'm interested in is I just teach a thousand people how to do my audio editing, hire them, yeah. but pay my brand. Exactly. So you can have a sh- my version of editing, but I have nothing to do with it. I just gave the blueprint for how to do it exactly. because ultimately it's just bits in a computer. It That's doesn't true. even have anything to do with me. The only thing that has something to do with me is it's similar to like this happens in hip hop a lot, but like you hear a Pharrell beat. And you know it's a Pharrell beat because the way he put it together yeah. is a particular way. You're a Kanye beat. Yeah. Oh, he samples and he does this. You hear a Travis Scott thing. Oh, it's done in this way. However, anyone could do it in that way. That's true. All he has to do is export that information to the next person. And then the same could be true for um, even writing. You could say, hey, I want to write a paper about free will and pizza. <laughs> so I just want to tell someone... These are my rough ideas. Okay, but go write it. <laughs> like, the, this is the blueprint. I write the papers the same way every time. Or what you're going to explain, what you saw here is uh, on my Instagram is the most important question in the universe. Yeah. One of my friends said, you know, why not have a card game? Yeah. Why not have a show where you just do the most important question in the universe? It's good by itself. You don't even need the podcast. Exactly. It's more interesting than the podcast. Yeah. But, to me, the next layer of it is to have other people have them do the most important question in the universe that have nothing to do with me. Exactly, yeah. You know, have, have uh, some random, but they're referencing me and somehow make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Like if you, uh, you want to do it, you have to pay some small amount, some small fee or something. Yeah. Or like you get a patent, which is completely different from actually building things. It's just saying who has the right to build something. Yeah. So um, w- what I'm thinking of is m- uh, closer to like a very heavy intellectual property thing. In uh, its in its great. Th- and, but my point is, there is, I don't know if there's a blueprint for anything like that. I see. And, except just getting a bunch of lawyers, and just having enough money. Comes, I think this is when you, <laughs> you got to create the blueprint. <laughs> yeah, you got to create exactly. Sometimes you have to create the blueprint. But I think the the rough blueprint is. Being financially stable enough to have at least one lawyer on the team 
<laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, like, do whatever you want. But you should be able to have at least one lawyer around the clock to actually implement some of these ideas because you I can't mean, I, do I, any I, of them. I, I would say this is later on, you know, but uh, start small as you start. Yeah, start as small as just, just, uh, just getting stuff done. Just, honestly, starting small is the, um, the connection between a style and me. Yeah. That's the basic unit of it all. So the basic unit of, okay, you want to write papers. He writes papers in this way every time. We know it's his without even reading who wrote it. Yeah. Um, you want to do music. He does music in this way every time. You want to do podcasts. He does podcasts in this way every time. It's obvious whose it is. It's obvious what's going to happen. It's obvious um, what the structure is. Um, you want to do, uh, I don't know what else is left. Oh, I also do graphic art. And I do it the same way every time. <laughs> it involves a lot of circles. That's the big yeah. giveaway. If you see a bunch of circles in it, then that's probably me. If, if you had to pick one thing, just one thing out of all the things that you do, what it would be? Like one thing podcast, podcast, podcast. Podcast? Yeah, because yeah, all of them could easily be snuck in. You could just play music on it. You can have art as the cover art. Mm. That's the deepest. It involves writing. I write before What is your do. favorite podcast? Which one do you listen to the most? Oh, as a fan? Yeah. Sam Harris. Sam Harris? Yeah. What And I know he's a hated person, but, you know, <laughs> he to me, he upholds the kind of intellectual tradition yeah. in a respectable way. I like Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah, I like him too. I, he's in the top 10 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Rogan is in the top 10. I mean, but I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of, uh, I, I feel like I listen to a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I initially liked Rogan, but I've parsed why I liked it. Mm -hmm. And now I have a bunch of different ones that I like because they're better at one of the things that he does. I see. But he's, he's like, he's good at a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, he is. He actually yeah. is good at more than one thing. And that's why Comedy, I think it's so good. Martial yeah. arts. Yeah. He's legitimate in yeah. martial arts, too. He's not like a fan yeah, 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 as yeah. much as he is like an actual practitioner and he studies the art form. So th there's certain things where it's like he's... What was his process to becoming like well-known? I mean, the way it seems is... He, I think he says it was mostly accidental, but I think a big part of it is his network was already famous. Mm -hmm. If you're a, a headlining comedian, then all of your friends are also... And he, he did, yeah. I think, uh, a reality show back in the day. He did a huge... Oh, yeah, he did. He did a reality show. And, uh, uh, sh uh, not sure. and he had the accident that he was going to hit a dude. He's good. Um, he was... Uh, I think he punched a dude. In the Fear Factor. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he did a couple... Uh, he was a host for a couple TV shows, I think. Yeah. So, so the thing about it is, uh, what I would add on to that is that he's already famous, but also it's really easy for him to get other famous people on because his network is famous. So That's I skipped true. over the fact that he's famous. But to me, the biggest thing is if all of your friends are also famous, then you can also leverage well, their... How did he get to that point? He was already a comedian. And uh, like he was already on TV and shows. He was... That, I mean, when he was born, he wasn't a comedian. No, no. I mean, he, oh, he yeah, was doing yeah. martial arts. He right? was doing a lot of shit before the podcast. So when you say, how did he get the... Well, I'm not talking about the podcast. I'm just talking about generally. Like, oh, he started a martial arts. He was a martial arts star, then he became a comedian. Okay. Yeah. And, and he did a couple of reality shows, you know. 
Yeah. It's like how McGregor, you know, just started like as a McGregor. Uh, McGregor. Yeah, so you just need a way to become uh, famous. Really, is the key. Like the more people that see your stuff, the more yeah. valuable. The more people that know about your brand, the more valuable it is. So. That's true. It's just that it's a whole different ball game if you're already famous before you start. Yeah. Are we Versus, talking about the, uh, right now? His broadcast is from the top ten. Mm-hmm. As um, a fan, yeah, as a fan. My favorite one of all time is—I don't even think it's online anymore. But it was this. Uh, there was this, some story about a graffiti artist who uh, worked for Facebook. He like painted their oh, Facebook. Exactly. Yeah, David Cho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His was my favorite. It was called DVD ASA, and uh, it was just um, it was just the the grimiest podcast possible, and it was super super intimate too, um, to the point where it was like um, he he's a he's a graffiti guy, so that's already kind of edgy. But his co-host was a porn star, and then uh, it's it's very like there's a lot of sex stuff in it. Interesting. Yeah, it's like I say. Like, like, okay, so one of the episodes I loved that I felt like was super intimate was he, he brought in some girl that he had recently had sex with, mm-hmm. and they discussed uh, some things related to that. But it was like, uh, it, was like it, it seemed really raw. I don't know how real anything is, but it seemed like a real situation that really happened because uh, he's got a lot of mental health things going on in his life, and one of them is he's a sex addict. And he'll describe some of the what that means for him. But um, also, he's rich. So he's also in a demographic where it's easier to have sex than it has been at other times in his life. So it, there's just a lot of like one-off encounters, apparently, that he would have that I enjoyed listening to. Mm-hmm. But then what was cool about that episode was that this was somebody that was like on the other side of that. You know, like oh, I just met some yeah, chick, you know, randomly, and we. Why do you think it's it's hard for men to have sex, and it's easy for women uh, to have sex? I uh, I don't know. I don't actually know. Um, I I I just think it's a matter of who of desire. I think that a lot of women, most of the time, um, it's more of a mood thing. It's not an all the time thing. Whereas for a lot of guys, they just feel like all the time they're interested. See? So I think it's more of a supply and demand oh, thing. What is that? <laughs> that looks like an actual ice cube. Whiskey. Okay, it is now time for the most important question in the, the universe. Most important the most question important. in the universe. Fight or flight? Fight or flight. Interesting. Fight. 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 That's right. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Chef, 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 chef set, chef set. Hey, uh, strawberry, blueberry, strawberry, blueberry, one berry, two berry, one berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? Bucket naked doing mathematics. Hey, dynamic, I don't mind static. Hey, can't deny it, I might die tonight. Hey, every rainbow's just white light. Uh, keep my toppings on top of it. 
Helicopters, helicopter, draw the whole lot. Cartographer, think about dots. Philosopher, check the bars with a barometer. Not a day without chefing, that's negligence. Don't trust what I say, check the evidence. It all depends on the mold you were shaped in. What you make from the leaves that you break in. Either you get it or you don't. Either it's burnt bread or it's toast. Either a wavelength or a note. Either a joke or a real quote. Either use it or lose your vote. Strawberry, blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? Not the most musical, more Dr. Seussical All my work's useless, I keep my dick usable I'm a nuisance, the proof's in the juices Finish all your trick and your sig fig mutants She smoked that estrogen and progesterone Threw it in the vape, took it to the dome Fuck it, I might hit the testosterone Chef's cut, dopamine with some melatonin I can't tame it if it's too tame I can't name it, it's a new name Left right when the life came Every night play the dice game Draw the line through the white planes Does it mean if I don't mean it? What's a fucking mean mean to a deviant? And not to diss you, but you stop chefing I don't miss you, I have no tissue Strawberry, blueberry One berry, two berry That's a snack, black Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? I keep it one more than a thousand. I see these sheep charged up, keep it rounded. Somebody show these where to pound it. I think the kitchen's getting crowded. Same place, different state. Same shit the chefs love, the sheep hate. My beats in a briefcase. Never cheap with the beefsteak. Nothing free in that sweepstake. I think they're locked into the optics I'm like the opposite, I'm like their compliment I'd rather say a lot with a little Sold the violin, got a fiddle If you don't experiment, you don't walk You wanna talk? Are you really about the chalk? Then please shut the fuck up, enough is enough Cheap ass arguments, get your tongue cut Strawberry, blueberry one berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry?